0: How about you hit the record button about now? Okay, it's been going for like three seconds. Cool. That'll be interesting to sync, but we don't necessarily need to sync it because... Help!
1: Help, that's... I'm syncing!
0: I'm sinking! Oh no! Hello everybody and welcome to the Millennial Minds episode six. Today, as usual... Uh, Nathan Abernathy is here, and I'm Gabe Meyer, and we are the Millennial Minds Podcast, where we educate, entertain, and intervene to save our generation.
1: Ooh, and third crisis. Did you come up with that yourself? Yes. Uh, believe it or not, I did. Thank you. Do you like it? I, I don't get the intervene part, but it's it's. Yeah, we're not literation. saving our generation. We're just entertaining them. That's well, the I truth. don't know, because I don't even know if I'm part of the generation. I have graduated <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah that's the crisis we need to talk about because the other day i just realized wait a second
1: are we really actually
0: millennials
1: yeah we're 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 young enough to not know how the world works
0: yeah so i'm gonna look it up on dictionary.com what is a millennial
1: i'm gonna look it up on urban dictionary <laughs> <laughs>
0: A person reaching adulthood around the year 2000, a generation year.
1: Reaching adulthood in the year 2000. Young adulthood. So, where the.
0: We were born around the year 2000. And the next generation doesn't actually have a name.
1: Millennials so... believe that they're special little snowflakes born between the year 1982 and 1994. This wow. generation is something special because mom and dad's fifth grade teacher, Mrs. Weskinski, told them so. And they have a whole shelf of participation trophies, so it must be true. Millennials wow. believe themselves to be overachievers who can't be understood by their loser bosses. Even mom said so. <laughs> okay, so. It's, uh, it's really long, it's part of the Urban Dictionary definition. <laughs>
0: Wow, so maybe we're not millennials. We're, we're the weird thing is we're right in yeah, between. None of
1: these general, none, none of these definitions um, really jail with us. <laughs> oh, actually, wait—the number three definition is spoiled, undereducated brats born after the year two thousand. So that's actually another generation. But, but they
0: still get called. We're mobile. in neither of those
1: ranges. We
0: were—I was born in ninety nine, and you were born in ninety eight, right?
1: Yeah, but I find three different definitions that use that 1982
0: to 1994. Wow. So we're like the tail end of millennials and on the cusp of a new generation entirely. Yeah. And from what I've heard, they've actually not come up with um, a name for that generation
1: yet. If it's a selfie generation, I'm suing.
0: Yeah. Some people
1: have called it Generation I. Outside, oh, wait, no, yeah because like sense.
0: there's like generation X, y, you know whatever, uh, Wow,
1: generation Z or Z Z like, generation Z it, it doesn't work for the alphabet song, but it's kind of a cooler name for that letter Z, yeah, it is um yeah, I don't know, what are we? this is an existential crisis,
0: people, I'm too far six, oh one. <laughs> Yeah, so or, or. I don't know. What what do you guys think? What should should we rename our podcast? Should we just talk about our uncles and aunts and cousins that are millennials? Should
1: I mean Maybe we're talking to millennials? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. But we're younger than millennials. <laughs> right. But maybe they want to view us as kind of a, a study. Like, yo, know, we're going to find some well-spoken people from this generation. Uh, these people have a podcast. So they must know what they're talking about. And then, boom, I'm now a fan of, of us. Oh, so we, like, interview millennials and stuff. No, no, no. Millennials just watch us, and they try to understand why. <laughs> try to understand <laughs> why. So, I got to, like, change the podcast
0: description now. This is, like... yeah. yeah. Yeah, but what we don't have a name for our generation yet. I, we need to come up with one. Generation Awesome.
1: Generation Awesome. That is something we would say. <laughs> Isn't
0: or, that great? Uh, the
1: yeah. Generation or Yeah, Generation I Awesome. I I think we should just call it that and leave it at that. Ooh. But that's actually kind of got cuz whenever I think awesome, I think of the Lego movie song, everything is awesome. Yes. And that's kind of the attitude of this generation. Yes. Nothing isn't awesome. So Generation Awesome sounds like it's self-praising, but it's actually very critical if you think about it.
0: Uh, darn it, the 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 URL's taken. Generation Awesome. Well, there's also a official Generation Awesome on Twitter. How about Awesome Generation? <laughs>
1: <laughs> awesome generation, Generation X, Generation Y's, Millennials.
0: Dot. Awesome Dot com. Dot com. Uh, dot com.
1: The Lego generation.
0: We're not the greatest generation. We're the awesome generation.
1: So is that the current generation? What? Because one people born after the millennial time period could be having kids. Who are they? Right, people born after ninety four, I believe. I so that's even.
0: like the beginning of our generation. Those are the people that are slightly older than us and are just now having kids.
1: Right, but then their kids are part of another generation that awesomegeneration.com com doesn't exist. AwesomeGeneration.com. dot com, or maybe the URL is still Millennial Minds, but we just changed the name of some of the episodes. Yeah, <laughs> well, you can. Do It'll that be with great. The podcast.
0: Awesome.
1: Yeah, let me just look, search
0: GoDaddy for awesome generation. See if we can buy it. We'll change the logo. We'll just like straight up do a rebrand. Yes, this demand
1: is available.
0: Buy it before somebody else does.
1: Well, I don't know how many of these things we're going to be able to record this summer. So I don't know if we should go through all that work to change things.
0: True. I'm not saying
1: this will be the last one. But True, but it might I'm be not difficult. saying that The May- summer supposed to be our big season, but we're uh- all so busy, dog on it <laughs> yeah. that
0: stinks. all right, well, anyway, tell us what you think we have a uh we have an email and stuff you know millennial minds uh at, yeah, I think it's millennial Minds at gmail.com maybe it's millennial Minds podcast, but try send an email to both of them, tweet us <laughs> at mmz podcast
1: i mean um, with the google hangouts um oh wait that i thought that gmail account was involved in the conversation but i'm in my personal account and you're in yours so yeah yeah have yeah usually right when in. we
0: do live episodes we do it with the yeah podcast one but it didn't work this time
1: uh, so gabe how is your since we last talk been is well how was your week but that's not Right, we we just saw each other like a couple of days
0: ago because Nathan is graduated, and he had a really yeah. awesome graduation ceremony or, or not ceremony. It was just a party. Yeah, awesome party. Um, yes, he did a rap, which was impressive. Yes, <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, so the morning after the party, um, I started reading the the lyrics to Rap God by Eminem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah oh I, wait do i still have it pulled up <laughs> i can't do it but i was like <laughs> trying to do it that's always that's always funny awesome that wow but yeah that one i i don't know what kind of record it is it's just very long it like doesn't stop it's not particularly fast but it just goes it is very fast but a shorter verse could be faster. But it just keeps going and going and going. So there's and no room like, for breath. When does he breathe? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's just all edited together, so he doesn't breathe. I've seen a live video, and I I I could hardly believe it. <laughs> like, wow, that's insane. Most of the a lot of the words aren't real words, though. Oh, um, okay. especially in that fastest part. Where <coughs> is that? Yeah, Uh, Suma luma, duma, luma, you assuming I'm a human, what I got to do to get it through to you? I'm superhuman, innovative, and I'm made of rubber so that anything you say will ricochet off of of me and glue to you. I'm devastated more than ever, demonstrating how to give an audience a feeling like it's levitating, never fading, and I know the haters are forever waiting for the day. Yeah, it just keeps going, Uh, except it's like double that speed. Awesome, and like it, it's it's all like all those lyrics are are like a, a brag. Like, why do you assume I'm a human? I'm a superhuman. <laughs> what um, do you assume? It's I'm? called rap god. That's like the chorus. Wow, like, I'm beginning to think I'm a rap god, and yeah, I'm I'm not even human. Like, <laughs> yeah,
0: it reminds me of those trailers for that new movie called like uh what's his name, it's... Caleb for Reals or something. New movie. It's about like this pop star and how stupid oh, he is. It's like a yeah, yeah, it's like a parody about how with,
1: with some like pop stars are stupid. That Andy Samberg one that's like r R-rated comedy that's going to be coming out. Like is I, that the, the I, one yeah, the so. commercials? Yeah, it, it
0: was rated R, I think.
1: Yeah, it's like yeah, Andy Samberg. And like normally they said their best stuff in the trailer and none of that stuff made me laugh, so I'm not especially Right. Interested, but it's been all over YouTube, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah. They're also really been pushing commercials for Sing that's coming out this month, and that's like another movie about um animals in a utopia, but it's not Zootopia <laughs> it's like DreamWorks. And like they both came out the same year, and like there's so much work put into it, you know, they're working on it at the same time. But it's like, oh, when right. did they realize that they're going to be producing these movies within months of each other? Uh, so, I kind of I kind of want to see sing. It looks kind of cool. It has Scarlett Johansson in it. Yeah, and, and I think she sings the part of that um, porcupine. Yeah, which will be cool. I've never yeah. heard her sing before. Has she yeah. done singing in movies? I, I I don't know. I haven't looked into it, but um.
0: <laughs> well, obviously, she sounds like a porcupine.
1: <laughs> I, I, I love that pig, like that. Like there's a bunch of A-list actors, like Matthew yes. McConaughey and people, and then like that one name I didn't recognize. The name of the pig is like my favorite line in the trailer. <laughs> like, yeah. like his dance partner goes, it just falls on her on her face. And, and like, are you okay? It's like, yes, I'm fine. Thank you. you? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> like. Oh uh, yes, no, I know. What was
0: the other pig line? Like, you got to feel
1: the. <laughs> What did he, he say? He did um uh oh, Lady Gaga, la la ooh, la, la. <laughs> was... Roma, Roma, ma. <laughs> and uh... leotard, and it's, just, it's great like the leotard, it's <laughs>
0: just great. Oh my goodness! Yes, you could. Yeah, yeah. That was that was awesome.
1: I feel like you could totally play the part of that pig. <laughs> um... <laughs> if ever becomes a Broadway musical. Yes, totally. Totally. Uh, You know, I wish there was a chance I could be Lafayette. (laughs) Yes. I don't know if uh, local production would double Lafayette and Jefferson. um, Because Jefferson's also really goofy. But he's only act two. Oh, right. That makes sense. Because Lafayette goes to France and Jefferson comes back from France. In the part between acts. And it's really clever. Oh, that is clever. And he (laughs) talks about Lafayette. That's one of the really? first things he does. Oh, he's right. like, I hope Lafayette draft a declaration. Then I said, I got to go. I <laughs> so I was like, he's not Lafayette now. And it's very clear in one of his first lines. Like, he comes out and he's like a different outfit. And... Nice. Okay, cool. They do a lot of doubling in that show. Weird. June 12th, uh, the Tonys. We're going to figure out who wins. Seven days from now. Oh, Will it be Lafayette or Thomas Jefferson? <laughs> well... <laughs> It's really actually between like Lafayette and uh King George. Right, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, that's what I heard. Cuz he's awesome too. Yeah. Uh, George Washington's also nominated and he did really well. Um, but as supporting actors go, I like the other two better. Yeah.
0: And then there's yeah, I three- love King George's song too. It's just an awesome British
1: pop song. <laughs> yes. And he's so British. Yes. If- but he like does it like a little bit sassy and then he like like his first song is very straight and then like as the show goes on he gets like more and more flamboyant and like in the last song he's like jumping around and like he's <laughs> actually like in the background cool. during um like when bad things happen to Hamilton mm-hmm. like when when he gets bad in the press he's right. like he like picks up a newspaper he's like yes! <laughs> yeah <laughs> He doesn't say anything. He's like, he doesn't have a line or anything, and he shouldn't even be in America.
0: But... <laughs> he just picks up a newspaper, and he's like, yeah. to so the left
1: side of the stage, he picks up a newspaper, and he's so happy, and he does this flamboyant dance, and then he goes off right stage, and nobody acknowledges
0: him. <laughs> wait, but you haven't seen it. Did you just, like, watch yeah, it? Yes, what? I
1: have. Yes, I have.
0: Oh, oh wait. Well. You watched, like, the pirated version on yeah. YouTube. Yeah.
1: Oh. Yeah. It it's 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 not illegal if um it, it's illegal. Shame. <laughs> but I think the people who broke the law are the people who put it on YouTube and I was just uh helping? I don't know. <laughs> well but there's as we've talked about Hamilton for three episodes in a row now, do you think Which <laughs> oh, I mean, cause that's been like nothing. What I've been doing for like the last couple of days is I've been looking into um like my Pathfinder stuff, I have like a USB drive with Ooh. the stuff on it. That's and exciting. Trying, like I spent way too long on this trying to figure out what's the best way to roll your attributes. Uh-huh. So like the attributes a number um between it could be as low as I think 6 and be like uh-huh. 6 to 18. Wow. Um and there's lots of different ways to do it. So some people like to do you spend points, but mm-hmm. the traditional way was you roll dice oh right so you roll three six sided dice um six times mm-hmm. and then you write down those numbers and then you pick which number goes to which stat right and um interesting yeah. I kind um, of like that actually, yeah, and um I, what they've been doing now because they realized um if you roll three ones and then you apply that to intelligence, your characters incapable of speech, so like <laughs> any stat that you have like three in like you can hardly perform actions in that stat right <laughs> um so they changed this is done that you roll four dice you drop one you drop the lowest one then you write down that number and that's been getting better at oh wait but it's like kind of random like you don't know what kind of brawn value you'd get um well so what you do is you roll your six numbers uh-huh. And then you decide which one goes with which one.
0: Oh, 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 yeah, got it, got it, cool. Yeah, yeah, I wanna, I wanna start that. That'd be really cool. I think you'd be a really good GM. You're definitely a very good player, as I saw when I, uh, <laughs> um, when we played the Star Wars RPG last weekend. That was all. Yeah,
1: of I, I will, uh, I will send. I, I might send you the beginner's box stuff because the beginner's box has, has like four classes, but it's like. Um, it's like all color and letter coded, so like anything to do with skills has like a B next to it. and That's nice. What is happening? I don't know what's happening.
0: Hopefully that's not a bomb. Okay, uh, should I cut the red wire or the blue wire? Oh, always the blue wire. Never cut uh, the red wire. Always the blue wire? Is always the blue wire. It's never the red one. They always cut the red one and then nothing good happens.
1: Okay. Well, it was um, disarmed before I said anything. So, Ah, oh, nuts. I have no idea it already. Why. My phone just says, like, go pick up Anna, but Anna's in Lansing, so... so... I don't know why it's telling me to do that. That's you can't silly. tell me how to live my life! <laughs> Speaking of,
0: uh, speaking of living life, I've been trying to plan out my life for the next three months. This, summer uh... ah! what, what is there mosquito now? <laughs> no, I'm
1: beating up my phone. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. Um, so I've been trying to figure out what I'm going to do with my life for the next three months. Uh, earlier I had planned on doing a, uh, a show this summer, but, uh, what with all the other activities I had going on, like there were. Too many conflicts. I actually conflicted with the show date, so I had to drop that. And so I was left with a bunch of of time, which is actually kind of a blessing in disguise because I am like I'm not working or anything, so I can I can use this time to do all those things that I've always wanted to do. So the the trouble is like kind of figuring out all the things that I want to do, how much time to spend on them, like. And and stuff like that. I've I've never been very good at at planning things, but whenever I do plan things, I go all out. So I literally write wrote down everything I had ever really wanted to do this summer, and and I made this ginormous list. And then I looked up uh, and then I looked up this thing called the wheel of life. Do you know the wheel of life is Nathan? No. I'm, it's I'm an super. exercise that you do when, whenever you do life coaching or, like, therapy or stuff like that. You basically make this wheel, and then you rank all these different aspects of your life from 1 to 10 on, like, this, like, it's not a pie chart. It's like a, it's like almost like a bar graph, but, like, it's a circle, and every, like, if I rated something 5, it would go all the way to the edge of the circle. But if it was a 1, it'd just be a little tiny, like, section of the circle right in the middle. But. Anyway, so I, I can't you, see it, but you know basically you're rating all these different uh different parts of your life from like you know uh religion slash spirituality um you know family friends romance um work uh education stuff like that, and the idea is like you know you're supposed to be well rounded and balanced in all areas of your life um
1: so, where well, well the- how does it work? Like, what if I'm just very chill and I give high ratings to everything? Like, does it have to? Like,
0: no, it's just a. I don't know. I, I feel like it's just a guideline to say, like, hey, these are eight areas of your life that you should be paying attention to. Like, everybody should be well rounded in each of these eight different areas. I can I can read them off
1: to you if you want. Strength. Jeez. Dexterity, constitution, <laughs> intelligence, wisdom.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay.
0: No, here we go. Wheel of Life, start of happiness self-assessment tool. Um, wait, no, that's the wrong one. I use this particular Wheel of Life because everybody like has a different one. Um more images for Wheel of Life. See, here's a good one. Um, so like here are the eight different categories: career, money, health, friends and family, significant other slash romance, personal growth slash spirituality, fun and recreation, and physical environment and physical environment basically means um like your stuff and your house and your possessions and stuff like that.
1: okay, I
0: found one on Google, yeah, yeah, cool. so it's uh Anyway, so the, the idea is I pulled that up, and then I kind of analyzed all the different things I was doing and saw which, uh, which things they fit into and made sure that I kind of had them all well-rounded. And, and it turns out I did. But it's, it's kind of cool. One, one uh, piece of advice I've heard that, like, whatever you do, you should always combine two different things. Like, if you're going to go out and have fun, like, I don't know, uh, bring your friends along or if you're going to go for a run um uh or no if you're going to like start exercising why not bike to work you know type thing um so i like yeah the idea is if you can combine lots of those it becomes easier to balance all of them um yeah so that's that's that Suffice it to say, I've been doing a lot of writing down and planning and deciding of things to do with my life
1: yeah, uh, and it's yeah. been
0: kind of it's been kind of fun i believe it or not, I've got some really good plans, and I'm almost like a little scared to put them into motion because like it it's it's like if you're holding like something like awesome it's like when you get a new board game in the in the mail and you almost don't want to unwrap it because like you're just like oh my goodness it's it's gonna be so great i gotta savor this moment but
1: well and like every summer i usually try to do some self-improvement thing but it's usually like different every few weeks oh yeah there was a while like um i do like like the last hour of the day um and i do like uh, vocal exercises and physical exercises, and I would um read blogs and write. And I do but that all, hour, all every day for an hour. Um, not not an hour each. It was just I don't know. I had I had some system, and oh, and okay. and and if I got caught up with something, I would just keep keep doing it. It wasn't a thing. But if right. I didn't do any of those things in a day, I have to do them before I ended the day. I was really trying to. Gotcha. Okay. Grow. Well, that's kind of cool. And then I did the, the Miracle Morning thing for a little while, and that was fun. Yeah, yeah. Did you... How, how many days did you end up doing that? Uh... I think we four? talked about this
0: on a previous episode.
1: It might have been four, but whatever I just said in the other episode was probably closer to correct. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, but something like that. I want like, to get something like that. Because i wonder. I need to do mornings a lot more, because I got my job, and... The schedule right. for the evenings is very finicky. Right, 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 right. Sometimes Makes the sense. truck has a lot of stuff. Sometimes it has a little stuff, but you can't leave it open. So. Yeah.
0: What? Uh, so what are what are you thinking of doing this summer?
1: Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I was gonna take time uh, uh, to to look at it today, but I just. I got caught up in something. Oh, yeah, statistics. I've been doing statistics all day. It was like fun. Just, I found a number generator online. I was just like, kept on clicking it over and over again, generating these like arrays with all these different. There's, It's like anydice.org, and, you, and it'll like show you like a graph of AnyDice.org. like what numbers. Or- I think n-dice.org. it's, I think, don't don't quote me. It's, it's in my bookmarks, right? Anydice. I'll just Google it yeah dot com. oh yeah it's not an organization but like you 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 type in like formulas like 3d6 plus 3 or 2d6 plus 6 and then it'll show you like the graph for it cool well, i was calculate. like I, I kept on running simulations over and over again trying to figure out which one was the most balanced cuz i wanted something that would be, but it's in the end it's always going to be random when I get the real dice out. There's right. this one system that I like. People recommended on the internet. Like I uh-huh. looked up a forum, and it's you roll twenty four six sided dice, and then you have all your stats, and then you you pick a stat. You to take, take three of the dice and you apply it to it. Oh, I like and, that. Like <laughs> that's just like really cool and wacky and wild. And how many d six? Twenty four. 24. So if you can get your hands on 24 six-sided normal dice, then you can... You can. So if you oh, take three of your sixes for your strength, you're not going to have many sixes left for your other stuff.
0: Wow. Okay. Look at that. Man, that is like a very flat bell curve. I mean, there's like zero from like 53 to 24 and... Uh... Like uh, 0 from 115 to
1: 144. Wait, what simulation did you run? Uh, 2046. Ah. So, yeah, that'll tell you the total result, which isn't very helpful. Oh, right. No, but you want, like, you know, individual results. But the thing is, so, yeah, so the one I was simulating over and over again is, uh... Oh, there's this one I kind of liked. It was, um, three D6s. You take the highest two, and then you add six. That's got a very flat bell curve, and it's all kind of, um, but it doesn't leave enough room gotcha. for um, weak stats. So oh, I, think right, right, like right, the, right. I like the four, and then you drop the lowest one, because you could get four ones and have to deal with that. And I think it'd be fun to see a character do that. Like, yeah, oh, I bet three charisma and <laughs> like, <Let's> be like you. <laughs> You are repulsive. <laughs> Nobody wants to talk to you. <laughs> like, like, you walk into the bar, like, the one person makes the charisma check, and it's just like, oh, no, he, the, this guy's weighing you down, and people figured <laughs> out that you're with him. And <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's, yeah. It
0: really yeah, would be fun to role-play, like an extreme weakness. Yeah. In the, in the game I'm designing, when you create a character, you create you have a positive trait, and then you have a negative trait.
1: Oh, Every like, character
0: has yeah. one of them. So... And they each have effects that do stuff in the game. Like if you're like a spendthrift, you if you have an option to spend money, you must spend all of it. But Fun. like I don't know, if you're courageous then like you you like you can I think my favorite combination is like courageous and racist. So like whenever you see a new monster, you lose a stamina and gain one attack. <laughs> Ooh. Well, yeah, because, I mean, you lose one for being racist, but you uh, you, uh, you gain the attack for being courageous. Yeah. So like, I don't know what this is,
1: and I hate it, but I'm gonna destroy it. Yeah. Well, and that's, um, have you ever seen GURPS? It's a role-playing system. Oh, yeah, I think I saw uh, Will Wheaton do one of those. Yeah, so the whole point of that is, um, the whole point of character creation is, like, it's like a store, and everything costs points, and then there's negative stuff that gives you points. Oh, that makes sense. So you can either make a really extreme character or you can just spend your few points and. Call and then get. the stats are something different. I don't know if it's the same point system, but the whole thing is like you can like buy, like you're really good at bartering with stuff, but then you might need to like smell bad or like, uh, right. you know, be gullible or. Well, actually, you wouldn't want gullible and. Um, merchant, mercantile, mercantile, bartering. (laughs) That would be terrible. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) I can make good deals, but I keep having to accept all the bad ones. Oh, yeah. I almost posted on Facebook, like I'm looking for someone to join my role-playing campaign. And the weird thing is something in me stopped. Like, I don't want that kind of reputation, but that's still part of who I am. But the thing is, it's got such a bad um connotation just from D, like yeah. all the
0: grandmas and the grandpas and the people that grew up in the 80s would freak out
1: well my grand did you see my grandma at the party i um, did you you weren't there for this part but like before people are coming she's just like you're wearing a ponytail now <laughs> is it- a ponytail now is that just <laughs> she's just freaking out about it and just like, like ah, this is terrible <laughs> and then I said something like haircuts are like ten bucks, grandma. <laughs> 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 and then we just stop talking about it. I'm being frugal. Like if I wanna cut my hair every month, I'd have sixty less dollars now.
0: So. <laughs> I mean uh, Hashtag uh, college life <laughs> <laughs>
1: I just can't afford to cut my hair. Some people go the other extreme, like they get a razor and then they always have their head shaved to make things easier. Oh, right. Does <laughs> that make things... That, that option, if you're okay with the look, is probably... The most dis- the most frugal because you don't need any professional to do it. You just do it to yourself, that and it makes w- cleaning yourself easier and everything. But yeah, wanna, wow, it's hard to
0: imagine bald. you with like a shaved head. Would you shave your beard if you shaved your head, or would you be like that guy that's bald but has this amazing, beautiful, luscious beard?
1: <laughs> I think I'd shave my hair and find some way to um to put it in my beard because I want more length. Oh, uh, but it's the <laughs> wrong kind of hair. Oh. So anyway, right. oh also, um, did you did you ever see um at uh um Ashes of Volcana? It's a show with Will Wheaton. No, I didn't. And uh, John Green and Laura Bailey and lots of lots of cool p- voice cool. acting. Yeah, I think you've told me about it before. Anyway, but they use the Dragon Age system, which is three six sided dice for every skill check. Whoa, how's that work? Well, you roll three six sided dice and then you. Compare it to, to the difficulty of the skill, skill check. Oh, okay. So it's, not actually- <laughs> so it's, it, it's like classic. Right. However, your results are closer to the middle all the time. That so makes sense. Are very important. It's supposed to be, right? That
0: that makes sense. So like, <laughs> it's not an equal distribution like a D twenty.
1: Well, right. So if you're all three D sixes, you're gonna get something like like ten is kind of an average check because mm-hmm. that's like. Two threes and a four if you don't if you're not skilled in the thing you're trying to do. Yeah. Um but you can still try to do it. So that's kind of like an average. Like even if you're not skilled, you can try to do it. Interesting. Uh, and then like but like as the numbers get higher, like like twenty isn't a thing like it would be in but then they have this really weird system. So two of the dice are white and one of them is red. Yeah. And if two of the dice are doubles, then the result of the red die is your stunt value. And that's like Ooh. how cool you did the thing you were <laughs> trying <laughs> to do. Yes, did. And there's like lots of abilities that say if you get this many stunt points, you do this specifically. Wow. Weird. Yeah. So like in combat, like um, you can do a piercing blow if you get like three stunt points. Yeah. So if you roll the doubles, then you check your red die. And if you got that, um, but if you're a warrior, you only need like two. So, oh, okay. really... so anybody can do it. But um, if you're the right class... It makes it easier. You can do these things cheaper.
0: Yeah. I got to say, my fa- one of my favorite resolutions of... Uh, and I, one of the, my, the resolutions that I'm worst at so far that I've seen is the Star Wars one. Right. Just because you can have bad things result from good things and good things result from bad things.
1: Well, right. So, all right. Uh, so the Star Wars system is... There's the success-fail threshold. Uh huh. You compare your skill to the difficulty, right. and there's the advantage and disadvantage threshold. Yeah, it's completely are, different thing, right? Right. And it's just really weird because you can get like a big advantage from failing, right? But the thing is, like that lays it all out there. The GM doesn't have like a screen, whereas when I'm gonna run a Pathfinder game for you guys, just to because I have all the materials for it. All right. We um, do it. But I'm gonna have a screen. And um, if like these goblins keep rolling criticals, I might just choose to say that they weren't criticals. Right. I might go easy on you, or yeah. I might go tougher on you if they are naturally rolling all misses and you haven't taken damage from this encounter. Yeah, yeah. So I might sense. lie to you, but it's not lying because I'm supposed to do it. Right. Yeah, and they, have they have don't that have screen that in Star Wars. And You're also, right. there's this thing, um, the D&D guy, uh, Chris Perkins, does all the time. He'll have people roll a dice, and he will be like, on what skill? He's just like, I don't know. I just don't know how to resolve what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> so he just rolls it. It's like 17. It's like, okay, um, this is what happens when you try to do this. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't care what skill it's on because he doesn't have a difficulty he's trying right. to match it to. He's just like, I want a random number between 1 and 20 to gauge this by. And then we'll yeah, we'll see how it goes from there interesting yeah. um, but the star wars system is very all out there and it's very very fun system to play yeah um yeah i mean yeah, I, I, I guess cool. that's all i have to say about it yeah. um but yeah it makes a really fun adventure and it's, but it's just very all cards out there like yeah there's things that the gm like like it, it, it's harder for the gm to um mess with things yeah yeah
0: one uh yeah, speaking of speaking of board games, I um, and role playing games and all of the above. There's this. Uh, I just found this ongoing contest thing on Board Game Geek. It's called 24 Hour Game Design Contest. It's very similar to the thing that I did at Grand Con, where you have 24 hours and you have to you have to design a game. You have to completely design, test, and uh, make the prototype and have it have it all done within 24 hours and
1: like they have one every
0: 24 hours that's different or it's just Uh, no no i wish uh every every month they have a different 24-hour challenge okay and then uh the winner gets a bunch of geek gold and sometimes gift cards to the board game geek store so that's pretty cool get that gamer swag right and the thing is if you were looking for practice you could do um they have different um They've been doing this for years, so you could look through and and just like do some every day for like an entire month, yeah, and just call that good.
1: Well, that and be like, quite
0: the experience, though.
1: Yeah, be like well, the super like, fast game design, you know, brouhaha challenge. Well, and that's like a really good way to flex your creative muscles. Like, right. um, I always want to practice being more creative. Yeah. Man. Well, hey, maybe we should maybe we should challenge each other. Do this for a week, you know. Challenge. I <laughs> you challenge like, you to a
0: our hour game design challenges. Yeah. Or even like one hour. I mean. Well, that's that's kind of like the stuff that we do with um uh,
1: board gameizer. Board gameizer? Yeah. Oh man. Well two couple of rounds right now. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Uh like two rounds each, just something. Not significant. Something something easy, yeah. Oh boy, this is a good one. (laughs) Wait, you got one for me already? Yeah, I got one up. You just added up. How was I the person who came up with the... Whoops, I spelled it wrong. (laughs) Board game is here, apparently, is a checkers thing. (laughs) Board game
0: is here. (laughs) So your mechanic is uh, dice rolling.
1: Okay. Your theme, you have three themes mental uh, institution uh, For four people who just started from this podcast um while you're explaining uh which one I got, explain what the mechanic is and what constraint is and right
0: yeah the listeners so are. yeah the the mechanism is is dice rolling in uh in basically with board game answer they give you four things they give you a mechanism a theme a victory condition, and a constraint, and you have to design the game and fill in the gaps. Uh, the me- mechanism is dice rolling. Roll dice to try and reach your goals. Uh, yeah. Three themes. Mental Ooh. institution. Okay. Korean War. Uh, mm. And hostage.
1: Okay. Oh, okay, this is actually coming together already. Victory is most units destroyed. Interesting.
0: And the constraint, and it must have a card that ends the game.
1: Okay. So it must have a card. It wasn't going to have a card at at first because the mechanic's dice rolling.
0: Uh Um,
1: So... um, Hostage. So, obviously, you are in a mental institution in the midst of the Korean War. And this is a cooperative game wherein the players are trying to sneak out of this institution. Um, and you start with um, one of the guards as a hostage. So I got all nice. three of my themes there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, what wait, what's the victory condition? Most units destroyed. Most units destroyed. Okay. <laughs> so you are. Um, like K- Koreans being housed in a, wait, I don't, I don't know anything about the Korean war, but you want to sabotage the country you're in. So I, either whether you're from the other country or you're just insane, which could make sense. Yes. Cause you're in um, a mental institution. You're really trying to sabotage the places in this country. Um, so there's like a board and you're all like three dice and like one of them's a movement dice. And then one of them's got like a bunch of symbols uh-huh. Which are like different ways you can interact with scenery. So There's like, you know, like like a, a radio tower here and a, another thing here. Gotcha. So you're trying to go around and um, destroy things, and then there's these this this deck of cards. It's like an event deck. Oh yeah. Um, which is um, we'll tell you how police and army members are de- are deployed to stop you. But there's not a complicated system for that. It's just if you get caught, you're out. Um, and all but, the characters are insane <laughs> but right well all, all the player characters are insane <laughs> and, and cooperative just because I like cooperative games right now um, yes. so but you do it like Thunderstone where like in Thunderstone you put the Thunderstone like you make like a like half the deck and you put this game ending card in that half of the deck yeah. and you shuffle that half of the deck but then you put that entire half under the other half of the deck yeah. so you know at least half of the deck is going to go by so you're yeah, trying to yeah. destroy all the the buildings um uh-huh. by, by by rolling your dice getting to the right places and then um getting the right symbol on the other dice um while avoiding so it's it's a very simple game the way i'm imagining it right now right. and um the cards in the police deck is either gonna be one and it's gonna be like a grid system like on a two and then one on right whatever whatever but then one of them's just gonna say you're caught. So you've basically, been caught. you've been seen as dangerous enough and they've been sending all the little guys at you and they basically send something overwhelming that thematically destroys the whole Whoa. team. Wow. That's, wow. Nice. And there might be an expansion where the players are different from each other, but um, that game can be really
0: dark. <laughs> 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 Not only are you insane, but you're like insanely sabotaging like
1: everything. You're, you're oh, wow. destroying this 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 great nation of Korea or America. I haven't quite decided because I don't know what's going on. <laughs> right. Wow. I think the Korean War didn't take place in America, so I don't see why any troops would be in America. So I think it's sabotaging Korea, uh, but the characters could be a mix of Koreans and Americans. Right. They're destroying things for different reasons. Kind Interesting. Of character card. And like what, yeah, what your issue is. And you, and you can have some fun role playing it, but it's just a simple. Because um, uh, um, however I decide to do it, I'm probably not going to decide this fully. Um, the police's movements will be kind of easy to project. So you're going to kind of talk to each other and try to figure out where they're going to be at what turn. So you don't end up next to them. Yeah, right, right. Yes, yeah, so it's you got to avoid the characters mm-hmm um yeah and well cool i think what was the constraint i feel like i might have not hit it oh yeah there's a card that ends the game okay sweet yeah check that out all right so yeah. uh give me one Oh, right, mechanics card driven there's a little definition games that games that are card driven players actions are restricted to actions on cards in their hands Okay, um, so whatever you just had to do with that. Um, the theme is philosophers, and specifically Mother Russia. <laughs> I don't, Mother I Russia. Love... <laughs> That's just Russia. Mother, Mother Russia. Russia. <laughs> uh, the okay. victory is most experienced points. Constraint is um, must be easy. Must be language independent. Oh, my wish. I'm going to guess must mean that every element must be able to be understood by multiple languages. So a lot of symboling.
0: A lot of symbols going on here. Okay. Language independent game. So basically Russians can play it. And (laughs) (laughs) it's about Mother Russia and philosophers. It's card driven and you win by getting the most experience points. Yes. <laughs> experience points, eh? Eh. Hey. Hey, 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 hey.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. So, Russia, Mother Russia is under the last days of the Russian monarchy. Okay? You know, the, the whole Rasputin and, you know, the last king, you know, Tsar Nicholas Right there, um... Nikolai. Yeah, so Russia is getting hot at this point. The whole Bolshevik (laughs) communism thing is just getting started, and you play just just Bolshevik, right? Yeah, you
1: play. uh, (laughs) That was a joke my history teacher made. (laughs) It's just like the young Turks are like, this is Bolshevik.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Sorry. No, that was in uh, that. That joke was also from uh, 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 Madagascar (laughs) Three. The Russian tiger goes like, "They're like, we we thought you left," and he's like, "That is Bolshevik." (laughs) Uh, Okay, okay. so you you play young, aspiring uh, new uh, commies with communist philosophers with these new ideas and this new wonderful regime that you put in place that will. That will fix the world. It will solve everyone's problems, and we, we can. I mean, this socialism hadn't really ever been tried before before this point, so it just sounds like a utopia to everybody. So um, you're you're uh, you're philosophizing. You're building your own brand of communism, like with all the different parts of it, like you know, uh, power to the people, um, outlawing of property, and you're, um, and then you're also. Uh, and w- once you've created those, you use them to um, you use them to structure your political campaign by uh, doing all sorts of sorts of different things um, by going around and leading, inciting riots and leading rallies. And um, you know, I mean, you might you might join the army, you might uh, and lead them in a revolt. Uh, you you do all these different things because you're young. You're just trying to you know. Get experience for when you later take over the government, and uh, yeah, oops. And uh, there's lots of symbols.
1: <laughs> Man, I, I I just lost it. I accidentally clicked theme. I just gave me a theme, and then I clicked back. I gave me a new random one. But
0: gotcha. well, before you hand me that one, I will give you another board game,izer.
1: Okay. One other idea. One more idea.
0: <clears throat> oh oh wow, okay, this is weird. Not not even funny, just weird. Um Okay. okay. Mecha- mechanics. Pattern recognition. Hmm. Theme. Genie Astronaut. <laughs> Victory Diplomacy. Constraint can't be played on a table.
1: Pattern recognition, what is that? Does is that, it
0: doesn't even say?
1: Does it even say? Okay, so pattern recognition g- j- game about genies in space <laughs> where the victory condition is what again? Diplomacy. Diplomacy. And you can't play it on a table. Diplomacy. Diplomacy pattern. Recognition Pattern genies. Pa- 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 I'm trying to think Can you think of any game Like maybe it's an abstract game But like that has pattern recognition in it I just don't see it Oh you should Google uh,
0: this. Yeah. Ooh, yeah You're right What does pattern recognition even mean
1: I'm gonna look it up and just take the Take the yeah. first result
0: Pattern recognition. This is like going to be a preschool thing. It's just... Mechanism. Pattern recognition. Board game mechanic, board game geek. Okay, so uh, markers, usually with a color or pattern, are placed or added on different random or predetermined locations relative to the board or the markers themselves. As the markers move during play, the player has to recognize a known pattern created by the markers to gain a good points or win the game. Hmm.
1: Leaked games. Okay. Um so there's this big board with 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 space on it. And there's there's planets and the planets have um the planets are like uh, uh, so it, there's a grid of squares and the planets are um Keep in mind you can't play this on a table. It's on a
0: projector screen. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like one of those old fashioned ones? <laughs> Okay, three D tic tac toe has pattern recognition.
1: Okay, right, wait, wait. So it can't be played on a table. Yeah, you play this on a on a dry erase board. Oh. you draw kind of a chessboard, and you draw um just out from the four corners, so not in the four corners, but like the one space diagonally inwards from there. Okay, you draw um these circles that are like planets. And half of them are one color, and half of them are the other color. Um, okay. People take turns laying tiles that have these colors on them. And yeah. um, you're trying to connect these color zones. I'm making Carcassonne, aren't I? Um, hold on. <laughs> but it's with genies in space. <laughs> All right, and, and what these color zones represent is um <clears throat> the the different influences of different clans uh of genies there's the red the green the blue and the yellow okay genie clans <laughs> i get it all right so you have your your secret um you have goal cards that'll score when um some will just be this clan needs to have this many squares claimed on the board uh uh-huh. <clears throat> or um some of them Cards that are worth more points will even say it requires this clan to have fewer than this many squares. Okay. So you hand of cards, And on your turn, you place a tile on the board and then you do, um, you discard a card from your hand and draw a card and you always have to do that. Um, so if you want to get really attached to a few cards, you just got to make sure to cycle out the other ones. Okay. <laughs> um, and the squares aren't like, um, like they, they have weird like, shapes on them and patterns, so, like, it's all about rotating them the right way, Um, because if part of a square is the right color, then that square can be scored for that color, so, like, sometimes it'll be, like, diagonal across it, red and green. Okay. Sometimes it'll be four zones, like, four little triangles, and sometimes it'll be, like, some of these tiles will be solid color. Um, You gotta place it in in the right place, and then you play these scorecards and you play to um, like 15, 20 points. And when you get that many points, you win. Awesome. Was well, well, that the right victory? A victory, victory is just diplomacy.
0: diplomacy. So I suppose. No, I, I decided that that was
1: part of the theme.
0: Yeah, but you know what? that that counts. Uh, it can't be played on a table because it's dry erase board. Uh, you <laughs> genies in that was and, such a
1: cop out, but in you know, space <laughs> and uh, well, know, but they gotta be like magnetic. Like, what's it? Is there like a magnet board on a wall? Yeah. I really like the idea of the wall for the specific game. Yeah, uh, that makes sense. It's, it's in of... a whole other dimension because you've got space genies. <laughs> yes, and, and like genies are just like part of um. The art of like the clan cards, like the card the scoring cards, but um yeah, totally they didn't, they didn't really take a central role in the theme, right. but
0: okay, cool. Um, all right, well, give give me one.
1: Hmm. Okay. Mechanics, trick taking, and press your luck. Uh theme, space travel, and World War II. What? <laughs> that
0: brought a specific Doctor Who episode to mind.
1: Yes. Victory. Most reputation points. Constraint. Players may not have a hand of cards. Okay, read that to me again. So your mechanics are trick-taking and pressure. your Wait, but lock.
0: you can't have a hand of cards. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay okay Whatever. um what if we defined a hand of cards as information that's hidden from other players okay that's 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 fair so you gotta try to design it around um stuff that's on the table but it can still kind of belong to you right okay yeah um so trick taking and press your luck um so that's where you gotta choose going on classic example uh farkle
0: okay Wait, you know what? Actually, I can do this
1: without cards. But I still need hidden information. So, yeah, we we got it. Okay. Uh, And uh, Your theme is uh, space travel and World War II. Victory, most reputation points. Constraint players cannot have a hand of cards.
0: Okay, so... uh, It's the last days of humanity. Aliens are getting ready to destroy the planet. However, all the governments of the world have worked together to create a last hope, which are each of the four players... Um, by the way, this all happened about the time when everybody was ready to destroy each other with World War II, but uh, that didn't happen because aliens kind of sidetracked, you know, everybody. Um, so, uh, with their technology, they have been able to give each of the player a uh, World War II fighter plane that is capable of space travel. Um, it is your job to go up and fight the, uh, fight the aliens, come back, and uh and look the coolest doing so. <laughs> uh, obviously because yeah. before this all these different countries were going to like fight each other. So obviously you want to like destroy the aliens the most so that obviously that gives you cred and other countries won't fight you once you get done fighting the aliens. So um yeah, so the way the trick taking and press your luck works is um Okay, so everybody gets a a set of dice, and uh and the idea is um okay, yeah, this will work, this will work so uh the aliens present a um, so the aliens present a threat, uh, but you don't necessarily know what the threat is. You kind of have like a range on the threat card, it'll say like two to seven. Or whatever there will be one there will be one or two in each category that's totally lying like it says two to seven it's totally a twelve but um yeah and uh so uh you don't know what it is, and then each of the players will roll their dice and hide it, and then they will each select one of their uh, six sided dice to uh play out onto the table and um yes, and they uh. Yeah, and then you, uh, you, uh, everybody reveals, and then you reveal the alien card. And if all of the players combined beat the alien card, then you guys have successfully beaten the aliens. If you don't do that, you take a damage, and then once you take damage, uh, you, you, you'll, you'll eventually die and lose the game. But, um,
1: whoever played, rolled the the highest, or what? I just made me lose the game. But yeah, (laughs) keep going.
0: Whoever played the highest, uh, dice number that they put out. Uh, and if there's a tie, then the tie goes to the... Um, yeah, they they each get a point. Uh, and you get a, a point for being the coolest. It, it enhances your reputation. So um, Okay. So you're trying to sort of take a trick, play the highest number between the other players, but you're also trying to defeat the aliens in World War II. And oh, it doesn't it have cool. a hand of cards. It has a deck of cards. Um... Yeah, did
1: I did I miss anything? Well, so you, so you said like um you like you roll the dice and you cover them and then you have two dice and you pick one? No, you have like a bunch of
0: dice. You have 10 dice that you all roll oh, okay. and then every time you're going to be selecting one and okay, being like to- Yeah.
1: I was afraid it'd be too luck based, but with no, yeah, and you, it's more strategy. And then you can.
0: Um, oh, I had two. And then you have a blank dice that you can play, which basically says, "I'm out of this round." Like you guys can take the aliens this time, and you don't take any damage if you the aliens beat you for that one, but also you don't get any glory if they win.
1: Ooh, okay, but is it like so you add the people's dice together to beat them?
0: Yeah, you add the people's okay. dice oh, together yeah. to beat the
1: yeah. aliens. But whoever played the highest gets the points. Interesting. I honestly
0: want to make this game now. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Alright, so do we want to do one more or call that Call that it?
1: Well. Oh, we've been going for an hour. I don't know what that means.
0: You know what that means? Yeah, I, I've got other things that I should probably still do tonight. I haven't ever I practiced voice at all, um, so I should probably do that. Not uh, like I have a piano because, like, the piano probably shouldn't be played because my sisters are. Um, hmm. Didn't think about that. Maybe get well, we a piano program and you know just kind of tap on the keyboard.
1: Well, if you have a wait? Like, do you have like electronic keyboard? Because you can plug headphones into that. I do
0: not. I do not. I have a. I have a phone. I can make a keyboard on
1: that. Yeah. With the Tiani piano. Yeah. Right. <laughs> All right. Well. Uh, well yeah. So uh, about the audience. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Goodbye. Thanks for the episode of
0: the Millennial Minds podcast. We hope to see you next time. And We hope you like the kind of off the cuff, unedited format we're trying here. If you don't, please let us know because. Nobody's let us know anything about this show so far. Ooh, ooh, let's do a subscriber count. How many people are listening to our podcast? Is that something we should share, you think? Uh, Sure, why not? Yeah, let's let's see. How many downloads do we have? Um, sign in. Um, yeah, I think we're mmzpodcast at gmail.com, but I could be wrong.
1: We are meant to be a colony that runs independently and keeps saying that endlessly I think,
0: Let's try millennialminds at gmail.com. Yeah, we're millennialminds at gmail.com. Email us at millennialminds minds. i oh,
1: still recording.
0: Gmail.com. I was looking
1: that up, too. And I, okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, dashboard. And I'm going to follow us
1: on... 28 downloads, Woo-hoo! 28 downloads. Of people are insane. Yeah, that
0: is amazing. I love you people. You people are amazing. Please, it's... please Jeff. keep listening. Um... Jeff, you're
1: fired. <laughs> you're fired. <laughs> Jeff, I mean, I want all the other people, but I mean, if you stopped listening, I wouldn't miss you. <laughs> oh, yikes.
0: Wow. Um, well, yeah, back, that's you. the episode, guys. Thanks so much. Gabe made me say it. All right, I stopped recording. Bye. <laughs> and we are off the air.